Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. Have you lost weight only to gain it right back after returning to your routine? Did your diet work for someone else but not you? Rockin' That ID Life helps you understand your genetic makeup to find a lifestyle that fits your needs. Together, you and RockinThatIDLife.com can focus on your health and meet your goals today. That's RockinThatIDLife.com. Center Ice Brewery is a proud sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. If you haven't heard, Center Ice Brewery beer is now exclusively available at beer stores around town. So make sure you pick some up on your next milk and eggs run. That's Center Ice Brewery. Please drink responsibly. Get ready. To hear some noise tonight, you're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. Let's have a Donnybrook. Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Are we like Ogilcorp? Are we suspended? I I reciprocated the dickness. Selfish, Selfish hockey. hockey. That's right. Selfish hockey. What did I tell you about stick tape? You don't need it no doubt about it eh you're listening to kurt bill and jeff on let's go blues radio the original st louis blues hockey fan podcast take it away boys hey blues fans i like to consider myself a friend of the show this is tsn analyst and former blues netminder jamie mcclennan and here's kurt bill and jeff on let's go blues radio Welcome to Season 10, Episode 33. This is Episode number 351 all-time of Let's Go Blues Radio. We're the often imitated, never duplicated, the breakfast of champions. We're the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Special thanks to RockinThatIdealLife.com and CenterizeBrewery.com for proudly sponsoring the show. Uh, please check them out. It is Wednesday, April, what is it? I didn't change the date. 27th. <laughs> and we're broadcasting live on YouTube and Facebook. <laughs> I think we are broadcasting live on YouTube and Facebook. We had some issues uh, with Stage 10 and YouTube. They were not cooperating. Uh, but I think we finally got it going. Uh, to interact with the show, we're on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Just do a search for us. You will find us. I'm Kurt Price, my co-host for tonight's Big Show, or Bill Day and Jeff Ponder. And on the agenda for tonight, we will discuss Jersey ads. Tarasenko up for the Bill Masterson Trophy, the recent Blues Games, uh, the recent Blues Road Trip. Um, our battle with Minnesota for second place in the division. It's going to come down to the wire. Uh, all that and more on this week's episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Uh, finally got going about 20 minutes later than we wanted. Uh, how are you guys tonight? Jeff, nice hat. Thank you. Um, yeah, that great over here at the Ponder House. Uh, my team won uh, H&A their championship last night. So, I saw you uh, bragging. Yes. Oh, and I'm bragging. I'm bragging all fucking week long if I can. Hold I'm that, trying to hold, hold it up. Yeah, hold that more in front. There we go. Nice. I'm trying to. I, I can't. It's uh, for some reason it looks choppy as hell to me, but hopefully people can see it. It looks okay uh, to me, but, uh, you know. Yeah. So I, this is the uh, this is the, the H&A Cup, and uh, we won it last night. So what does that mean? That means my team gets to go to Toronto for... Um, Hockey North America finals uh, in uh, early June. So looking wow. forward to that. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, we got a couple guys who are like, 
well, uh, like, what if I, uh, you know, what if I got a couple DWIs? You know, what if I'm, uh, I got some drug charges? What if I haven't been vaccinated? <laughs> what the hell's on like, your team? What the hell are you guys doing in your lives? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not allowed in Canada, so I can't go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got. Bro apparently, I got a bunch of Bob Proberts on my team. <laughs> I was gonna say Ogie Oglethorpe. Uh, yeah. His deportation to Canada and that country's subsequent refusal to accept him. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is uh, so at the game last night, our goalie. Uh, for those who've been to games this year, that uh, the tall man wasn't at, and you had another guy filling in. That's my ice goalie. Uh, he's the man. He's a good dude named Dave. Um, so, yeah, he he actually had a bunch of guys that, that, I guess, have season tickets with him that showed up to the game last night, and they were doing all the blues chants. Every goal we scored, they were doing the, you know, the, the goal song. They even did Country Roads in the last uh, timeout with about seven minutes left in the game. Uh, it was it was awesome. Uh, they they did everything blue style. They played Gloria when we won. Um, it was it was hilarious. So we had a good time with it. Very nice. Were they Woosiers? There was no Woosiers actually. Uh, surprisingly, yeah we we had about fifteen people there, which for men's league hockey at nine fifty at night is is pretty good. Huh. They were pretty loud too. It was great. Nice. Uh, well, Bill, does this give you the itch to, to come join us on the rink sometime? It, it it does. I just need to find, you know, like six more hours in a day. Like, I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think that would, that would really help in, in getting me back onto the ice. I still right, haven't skated. Still haven't let me talk to, uh, let me talk, let me talk to Joe Biden, see if we can get some days extended. Uh, maybe like Fridays we could do 30 hours so that way you can get some skating time in. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Fridays are the best days to extend. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't have any other announcements right now. We got Jeff's fine accomplishment for uh, his hockey team. And uh, yeah, I got nothing. Are you, are you drinking out of it? Why aren't you drinking? Oh, I not not tonight, but I I was drinking out of it last night. COVID be okay. damned. Yeah, <laughs> we were. It was it was funny because we were drinking out of it. it. Like, man, we we are just literally not even caring about COVID restrictions anymore. And then I find out from like three guys in the team. Oh, I'm not even vaccinated. And I'm like, oh, okay, that would have been nice to know before. But uh, uh, all right, <laughs> not even vaccinated. Well, yep. you know, to each their own, I guess. Yeah, that was uh, that was something. But no, it's uh, and I'll say, man, like you know, we're in, we're in a, a low league. You know, I'm not going to say that we're on an all star league. You know, right below the NHL. But you know, we we had a couple guys that joined us from a beginner league a couple of years ago. We had to merge teams just because we didn't. We lost a bunch of guys. They lost a bunch of guys. So to see these guys be able to play for three or four years, pick up their skill, and then now win a championship, it's uh, it's really cool to see. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'll stop bragging, but that was that was fantastic. So there's a couple of games going on right now with playoff implications, uh, and what Golden Knights and Hawks are tied at three, with about six minutes to go in the third, and uh, so Knights have to win. And the stars have to lose, right, for the Knights to have a chance. And Just the stars both. were winning three nothing. Now it's three two. Uh oh. <laughs> so I'm gonna that game. Yeah. 
the Knights have to win out and the Stars have to lose out in regulation. Yes. Yep. For, the, for the, yeah, Stars get one point and the, the Knights are out. Yep. <clears throat> so and so Arizona needs to score two goals in the next 12 minutes or so. <laughs> so we're going to be on the I love it when the Knights get eliminated tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and celebrate well, with the toast I'll, to I'll it. Put, you know what? You know what? When that happens, I'll drink <laughs> out of the cup. Okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. Do it for all of us. I will. I will. Uh, it's it's pretty amazing like how you know hockey in general like is pretty fractured, but everybody's like rallying around Vegas missing. Oh it, so so it, great. It's, great. It's so much fun. It's awesome. <laughs> Wonder Twin Powers Unite. Activate. <laughs> Vegas Night Hate. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty funny. I, uh, I it, it's crazy I get... how sorry, sorry. It's crazy how they went from, you know, a pretty beloved, uh, fun team to everyone hating them in like a few right. years. <clears throat> well, in, I in think. 2000... Oh, go ahead, go, go ahead, Bill. Jeff. No, you go. Somebody go. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> I think. I think what tipped them to being villains was you know going out and getting Jack Eichel. Right. Yeah. They had the the pieces that they gave up were beloved and they think, you know, it's like the constant tinkering. It, it's like it's like they're being run like a video game team. Right. We're just going to keep going after the best players every year. And now they've they seem to have upset the chemistry. They've tinkered too much. They have. Well, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago how like that opening the, the first year in existence they go to the Stanley Cup final, and it's only been four years since that happened, and they have what three guys remaining on from that roster? It's a like, yeah. They just every year they and, and I think you were the one that said it this way, Kirk. Like they just treat players like meat, yeah. and it's just mm-hmm. like I uh, I can't support a team that does that. And and you know, being a Blues fan, you know, Petro going there, not that I mean, it's. It's just one more thing, you know. It's, oh, well, you know, Petro chose them over the Blues. So sports, you know, just sports fan mentality is like, well, I it I wouldn't hate to see them lose. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, it's nothing nothing personal against Petro. It's just a sports fan mentality. Well, I'd like to see our team do better and say, well, maybe he should have stayed. You one know, year. Last year, them being in the same division was, I think, what did it for me. Even even after Petro signing there, I was still like, eh, whatever, Golden Knights don't really bother me. But then just seeing the way their fan base reacts to losses, and and I think I uh, I think it was the bubble year when they lost. I think they lost in the conference final, right? Um, or maybe it was the second round. I can't remember. But they they said something about another disappointing uh, playoff right. season. For yeah. the Golden Knights, and I'm like another. Yeah. I'm screw like, you. What the hell? Screw you. Like, what, you don't what, know what disappointing what, is yet. What kind of sense of entitlement is that? You weren't entitled to Jack. Yeah. Shit. You've been in the league for yeah. a few years. I mean, come on. I mean, Blues fans waited 50 plus years for the cup. I mean, settle down. <laughs> Calm right. down. Yep. <clears throat> right. The the barometer for entitlement used to be Detroit. Right. Like just yep. 
they they expected to be in it and win it every year and that that was just the most annoying thing but then to have a team come along and you know make the stanley cup final in their first year and then not miss the playoffs you know and then have this aggressive mentality they just i think they set themselves up to be villains at this point uh, a couple of comments in youtube chat uh, about choppy video hopefully that corrects itself uh, sometime stage 10 just i don't know what the bottleneck is um i don't think it's i don't think it's anything <clears throat> with us but I'll, I'll blame stage 10 because they've been kind of a train wreck tonight yeah for those that have been longtime listeners uh we bitched about our podcasting platform right before the stanley cup run and we i don't know if anybody remembers that we had to change mid playoff run which is not fun to do. And uh, so we're hoping that we don't have to change our uh, our platform for video hosting as well. Because that wouldn't be near ooh. as big of a deal, though. That would be, that's not even close. It's much to, easier. Oh, yeah. Yes. Changing podcast host was, that was a mess. Oh. That was a lot of work, yeah. too, because it's stuff supposed to like, oh, yeah, we'll just download everything and transfer it over all your past shows. And we had a shit ton of shows. And uh, no, it didn't work because of the, yep. the old host was uh, offline. So we had to use our, we archive our own shows and we had to put them back up on, yeah, it was, anyway, it was a mess. I'm getting the yeah, details about that. not fun. Yep. Um, Vegas has taken a late penalty. Uh, oh, I got to go back to that game now. I can't keep switching back and forth. <laughs> That's all I keep doing. Because <laughs> I've got, I've got Hawks in the power play right now. Yep. Yeah, they're on the power play. Uh, Yep. So are yep. you ahead of me now? That's no. That's what. Oh, okay. No, that's what, okay. I, that's okay. what I just said. I think. Said, oh, I thought you. I misunderheard you. I thought you said uh, <laughs> misunderheard. <laughs> Man, Debrinket has yeah. has been terrible. Like he's he's gotten set up for some great one timers and missed them all tonight. Uh, all right. So uh, so those of you who joined us, uh, we're going we're doing a a thing tonight where. Uh, we'll pick a few comments of the show, not just one, we'll pick a few. And we got some swag here to give away. I know we have some uh, a bunch of stickers and things that we can gladly send out to you folks. So, you know, be clever, be good, and uh, uh, give us something good. To, what? Who put the, there's a kinky comment. Oh, what was the early on? It was a uh, kink in the hose. I, I guess a, a kink in the hose. That sounds yeah. painful. Well, and then uh, Matt Harris says, how's the second horniest blues podcast doing yeah. tonight? <laughs> the second horniest? <laughs> we What's don't need to one? explain that one. Oh, come on. You know. <laughs> horniest? Uh, oh, come on. I, I don't know. Do we really need to explain this to you, Kurt? The second. There horniest? are no sex addicts on this show, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't, think it's a, I don't think that's a horny issue. I just think that's like a pro, that's just like an issue. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it is. I wouldn't know. I don't know. Okay, that was pretty good. Yeah, completely whoosh, right over my head. Sorry. <laughs> uh, official beers of episode number three hundred and fifty-one. Uh, you can follow each of us on the Untapped app. My handle is C Price Twelve. Jeff says J Ponder ninety-four. Bills is Billy Blue Note thirty-three. Jeff, uh, I see you have a a blues glass with a beverage in it. What what is that? I do. It, look, it looks it looks uh, orangey or, or ambery, and uh, is it a uh, is it a? Uh, go ahead. I'll, I won't order for you. You're. I was gonna say you just you just want to take guesses, and I'll tell you if you're right. <laughs> it's Dayquil. 
Dayquil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With honey. Uh, so with actually, um, you're going to laugh at me, Kurt, Bill, too. Uh, I'm doing a, I'm trying to hold it up. I don't know if it's showing. No, Fallon from, pumpkin beer. I think I still have one of yeah. those. I have, yeah, I have two in the fridge. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to have one tonight for the show. Cause it's, you know, it's kind of chilly a little bit still. So it, it works. I think mine's vanilla. Mine's vanilla pumpkin. Those are okay. I just like the original pumpkin the best. Yeah. I, uh, I've, I've had, I mean, I like pumpkin mm. beer. I just, I got, I got it as a, as a change of pace, which is nice. 210 yeah. left in the third period. 3 3. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's 212 left. Yeah. Well, you're, you're slow. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow uh, we've, we've made up 28 seconds, though. I don't, I don't know how that works. <laughs> well, there's a stoppage in play. So, um, so Bill, what, uh, what you got? Um, what do I have? Um, I have I have an amber colored beer and a blues glass, so maybe I have pumpkin beer too. I don't know. Um, no, don't. I have I have three Floyd's, um, behemoth barrel aged behemoth barley wine. Um, Bill, I've can had. you can you hold that hold that up a little bit longer since it's so choppy? That way we can see it a little longer. There you go. It's interesting. Okay, that's How, a that's a nice cover. I like, I like that. that. It's interesting how it's yep. choppy for you guys and, and choppy for the folks who are watching, but and hopefully it clears up soon. Uh, but it's not for me. So that's interesting. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. Good for you, Kurt. I've, you want a medal? You want a, you you want a trophy? You got one? Yeah, I'll take I a got trophy. a trophy for yeah. you right here. <laughs> I'll take a banner. Give me a banner. All right, Predators. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine tonight uh, is uh, the 312 Lemonade Shandy. Nice. Which Did you I, get the twelve pack with the different types of shandy, or no? Just I got the fifteen pack with just this, mm, just uh, that, wow. just this dedicated. So, well, you know, I I will go through it pretty quick. So it is it is coming up on summer. Uh, Chris Bray in the YouTube chat says two percent milk for me tonight. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you a Prey Farms guy, Chris, or Schnooks, or uh, what are we talking here? I like uh, Matt Harris says my beer of the show Pedialyte still recovering a little bit. <laughs> Must have been That's a rough one. Nice way to hydrate. The yeah. Detroit Red Wings used to use Pedialyte on the bench back in the day. So I hear. You know, I actually was hungover. So I play Sunday afternoons too, and um, I was hungover once, and I thought, you know, I've never tried this Pedialyte thing. So on the way to the rink, I literally chugged a Pedialyte. And I still felt like shit when the game started, but like by my third shift, I felt great. And I was like, oh my God, that actually works. Okay. Coyotes and Stars, 3 3. Oh no. And Coyotes on the power play. Eight minutes to go in the third. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And and the Knights and the Hawks are going in overtime. Mm, 24 seconds difference this this is the That's... this is the night to have multiple tvs going or, or your pc yeah. and your yeah TV i was going. gonna say man i need a second I, tv up here somewhere so i just discovered tonight so i have an apple tv down in the basement that came with my spectrum subscription and i just discovered that the espn app you can do all the games at once if you want and that it was amazing. How does that work? Just like it's a tile? Multi, yeah, multicast. So and then you, you click on you, one, it shows it tells the audio for that right. one. Ooh. Yep. Is that on yeah, the PC only, awesome. I guess, or is that no, it's on my TV what? down in the basement. 
Yes, it's beautiful. Is that an option within the ESPN app, I guess? Um, on Apple. Oh. So it's it's Apple TV only that, I, that I've experienced it. I'm in the ESPN app right now and can't see how to do it. So. I'm about to I'm five butted heads with Apple TV, Apple and Apple TV. The Cardinal game the other day that was exclusive to Apple TV only, which is mm. fine. Whatever. Apple TV that 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 was you could download for free and watch the game for free. But it was an extra hoop to jump through and for people. But you can't uh, Apple TV on your phone, you can't cast to a Chromecast. So I, I was yeah. trying to, while I was in the kitchen kind of making dinner, I wanted to cast the game from my phone to my TV because I didn't have because I have a Roku on my TV in the kitchen. Uh, it's a Roku TV. It's all built in. And so, but but Apple TV isn't available on that Roku. So I couldn't download Apple TV. So I'd try and cast my phone. And you can't cast from Apple TV to a Chromecast. And so I'm like, well, God damn it. And so I had to, you know, go install Apple TV on my other TV in the living room and then put it on there and use my, actually I had to use my uh, uh, Google uh, Chromecast with Google TV. That's because Apple only wants lets you work with other Apple products, which is but, really but fucking it works annoying. with but it works with Google TV. You can put Apple TV on it's, Google TV. Right. Who fucking knows? Chromecast, right. and then you can. I do, that's how I watched it. I just took my iPad and I'm casting to my Chromecast. So, but it was so, the ESPN app, not the Apple TV app. Right. Right. Well, I'm gonna put on my uh, since he's in the division. I'm gonna say this. Let me put on my hack, hockey analyst hat here. Uh, and just say, Barrett Hayden for the uh, the Coyotes, he's going to be a hell of a fucking NHL player. I love the way that dude plays. He just scored the goal for the Coyotes. Dude, he's a guy you cannot move from in front of the net. Uh, kind of a Kachuk-type player in that sense. Uh, I just love watching him play. So I could see he's going to be a fucking pain for the Blues down the stretch. He's already had a really good game or two against us, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah. The last time they played, I want to say he, like, a couple times had a couple great chances on uh, uh, whoever was in that. I think it was Huso. I can't believe this Coyotes have come back to tie with three goals in the third. <laughs> in a game uh, that well, stars, all the stars had to do was get a point. <laughs> and they still well, might. I mean, but they're trying to be the spoilers. I mean, look what they did to Minnesota last night. Yeah. Right. And that's the crazy thing. This is second back to back. And, they're gonna try to pull this shit off again <laughs> mm. it's hilarious um all right uh today in blues history courtesy of the at stl blues history twitter account april 27th 1968 jimmy roberts's first playoff penalty shot for the blues uh scored two goals tied the game with 11 seconds to go uh gary sabrin uh, scored the overtime winner barco player set the initial record for penalties and minutes in a playoff year and they did include the video of the penalty shot uh, in that tweet. So if, you, if you're not a uh, subscriber, you don't follow at STL Blues History on Twitter, and you're a Twitter user, you should. It's, uh, it's a nice daily dose of uh, Blues history in the morning. Uh, April 27, 1998, St. Louis Blues uh, set the NHL playoff record for the four fastest power play goals, 307. Three minutes and seven seconds as they overcame a three-nothing deficit in the third period to beat the LA Kings four to three. And there's video of the of Jeff Courtnall running Jamie Store, which created the five-minute power play, uh, along with the four power play goals. That that game, man, uh, it was so funny because uh, I, I watched um, the other day the uh, four goals that San Jose scored on Vegas. 
uh, a couple years ago, right? Uh, in the playoffs, and it was funny to hear the the commentator. I've never seen anything like this. Like, yes, you have. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> the Blues yep. did it in 1998 uh, in the playoffs, and it was the third period, about the same amount of time left in the game, too. Uh, five minute, and they scored four goals on that uh, the first team to do it. So that that's still to to this day one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Just. I, I mean, just just seeing Jeff Courtnall run store, and then seeing him get his ass kicked, and it was just okay. Uh, this is exciting. This is weird, but okay. And then to see them get the power play, a five minute power play through it, I'm like, yeah, what the hell's happening? And then they score four goals, and it leads to a sweep of the series. I mean, it's well, fantastic. Jeff Courtnall told Brett Hall <clears throat> what he was going to do. He told him before he did it that he was going to run store because <laughs> Hall, Hall told that story or Cornell told that story. One of the two did. And uh, he did it. But the thing is, if you watch the replay store, like plays right into the whole thing. Cause yeah, he he's... tries to cut Cornell off from cutting that corner around the goal. And so he sticks out his, his arm a little bit and leans into Cornell making, thinking Cornell goes wide and Cornell just ha- would have nothing of it. And he just ran over store. <laughs> yep. Uh, so fantastic but yeah definitely i'm i'm checking out the video right now if nothing else you get a whole bunch of pierre turgeon in his prime with the blues watch it yeah just seeing him skate the puck man he was just he was so good and and when he came back for the uh the alumni game at at bush it brought back so many memories of just seeing him behind the net along the boards and because you know he was one of the better looking players out there for the Blues that day, and I mean it was fantastic. You know the difference between the Blues doing this and the Sharks doing this uh, was the fact that San Jose did it at home. The Blues were in LA, so right. the atmosphere. If you go and watch the replay of, of San Jose doing it to Vegas, uh, the atmosphere was ridiculous. Um, if if, if that, that had happened in St. Louis when Courtnall uh, ran store and then the Blues got the power play and scored four goals, you'd had the same atmosphere. It'd have been, it would have been, I guess the the, the, the video of the, Blue, of the Blues doing this is probably a little less exciting because they're in LA and the crowd's dead. Uh, but yeah, if you want to get amped up for hockey, you, you watch the San Jose Sharks on that power play and how they react and how the crowd reacts and how the announcers reacting. It is unbelievable. Uh, April 27, 2013, Brian Elliott sets the St. Louis Blues franchise record with his 11th win in the month of April. Elliott finished the month uh, 11-2 with a save percentage of 9-4-8 and a GAA of 1-2-8. This hot streak was after not playing a game for 25 days. That was when he was sent down, wasn't it? He wasn't playing well and he was sent down. Is that right? What's going on there, Jeff? You've got... I've got, got a female here with me. Yes, is that the it's my wife, Jessica? Yeah. What? Hey, with sorry. red hair. I thought it was the girl from Tangled. Red, red hair. You saw her. He's shocked by her red hair. You no, saw I... her like two weeks ago. Did you ever? I yeah, you had... I had this. this had... I didn't change anything. Yeah, it's oh. insane. I don't know. I guess I was. I had too much you to drink. I don't know. <laughs> I have been drinking. He said he'd been drinking. <laughs> Everyone's blonde. When I drink. drank more than you. We yes, are, you uh, we both did. She, we both did. We you, we, you, uh, we ruled think, the bomberito suite. Yeah, I think night. you drank more than everybody in the suite. 
<laughs> Combined. <laughs> yeah. We know how to take advantage of uh, open bar. Yeah, we do. <laughs> open bar, dudes. <laughs> um, that was after Elliot was sent down, right? He hadn't played for 25 yeah. days? Yeah. Because he wasn't playing well, and they sent him down to get some work. Uh, wasn't playing well, didn't and didn't didn't play for a while. Sent him down to kind of get his head on straight, and then came back and just tore it up. Um, April twenty seventh, two thousand and nineteen, uh, game two between the uh, Blues and Stars combined for uh, they combined for three goals on three straight shots in a minute twelve during four on four play. Unfortunately, the Stars scored two of the three goals, and the Blues four to two loss. And on April 27, 2019, is the same game. Uh, Jordan Mayton became the only the fourth St. Louis Blues player to be a finalist for the Calder Trophy. So he, uh, let's see, the first three were 78-79, uh, Wayne Babich, 96-97, Jim Campbell, and 02-03, Barrett Jackman, who actually won the Calder Trophy. The only Blues player in history to win the Calder. Who And who won <laughs> it that a, year, obviously, a... was... You know who won it that year? Uh, for for Bennington? The Calder. No, the, the, the year that Jackman won. Jackman won, but... No, no, no was... I'm sorry. The, the, you, I'm sorry. The, year came in, the guy who came in second, who, who people thought should have yeah, won. Yeah, Henrik Zetterberg. It's yeah, Henrik Zetterberg. Zetterberg's right. Calder trophy. Right, right. Right. That, I love to point that out. We are going to uh, take a break here, but on the other side of this break... Uh, we're going to talk jersey sponsors for next season. Uh, Tarasenko being nominated for the Bill Masterson Trophy and the Blues' last road trip of the season. Uh, we'll be right back after this. It's springtime, and I know in my house, it's such a good feeling to open up the windows and let the breeze roll in for new life in my home. Your body's no different. Detoxifying your body can reduce any inflammation, purify your blood, help with weight loss, improve sleep, and boost your circulation. Don't just go after those detoxifiers that only focus on the gut and bowel, though. If you're going to do it, do it for real. The all-new Detox Box from RockinThatIDLife.com cleans all your systems, flushing your kidneys and bowels, detoxifying your liver, and restoring your microbiome for full homeostasis. You'll feel re-energized, restored, and renewed. Make your order now and receive a free detox water bottle with your order. Visit RockinThatIDLife.com or email Dustin at RockinThatIDLife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you to receive an additional 10% off your order. That's RockinThatIDLife.com and give your body that much-needed spring cleaning today. I could I could listen to that ad over and over again just to hear you say homeostasis, Jeff. Homeostasis. Homeostasis. Uh, the... Knights and Blackhawks are going into a shootout, or in a shootout, and uh, the Coyotes and Stars. There's only a couple minutes left in that game. Two eighteen. Oh, <laughs> I'm ahead of you guys. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> well, I I don't have the star. The I, okay. I put on the the Stars game. So okay, uh, Tay's just missed on the on a shootout. First Hawks attempt. Yeah, just missed. Just missed. Now Mark Stone. Uh, you'd hate to see him miss, wouldn't you? He comes in, mm. makes a move, Deeks. Oh, never really got shot away. Mm. Oh, oh. He didn't crossbar didn't blindside him with, you know, hit to the back <laughs> of his head or anything. He made a move. He tried to get shot away. I think it was going wide anyway. He, he, Yeah, that was not even going to be on net. 
Mm, Patrick Kane. He scares me more than anybody in the Hawks. I don't care. Oh, oh, he had him. He had him. And uh, Thompson got a pat on it. No, Thompson got a pat on it. Off top of his pad, I think. I'll tell you what. Watching that shootout last night between uh, Vegas and Dallas, that Thompson was impressive as hell. No, Kane just put it over the goal. He had him beat down, Mm. backhand, just over the crossbar. What's that? Oh, Ponder just left. We lost Ponder. What happened? You still there, Bill? Hear me? Yes. Had to sneeze. Had to sneeze. (laughs) Very poor timing for that. I was (laughs) on mute. Yeah, Jeff left. Oh, that was weird. Okay. Mm. Debrinket uh, came in and lost the puck. Never got shot away. Those he Hawks. has been awful tonight. It looks like he, oh, it was a poke check. Playing, I think it was a poke check. He's he's playing drunk. Yeah, he got yeah, it was a poke check. Thompson, nice poke check. All right, night season could be right here. Third shooter, nope, missed. Yeah, save. Thompson glove save went backhand. Glove save. Well, minute twenty one. And it could matter none. Yeah, I know. 57 seconds I got on the uh, Coyotes and Stars. Man. You have a flux capacitor hooked up to your <laughs> router or something? It's not the like... game. It's I'm watching it. I'm watching the uh, – I got the game center up on, on my – Oh, oh, I got gotcha. you. This is reminiscent of the other uh, – last night with the Knights um, shootout. Nobody's scoring. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm telling you, uh, Logan Thompson was great last night for for uh, the night. And it took that backhand deep by Haskin and it was like the 13th shooter or something. But it's pretty crazy. They're going uh, to the uh, fifth round now. No, Nobody has scored. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess we'll uh, move on without Jeff. He's I'm not sure what's going on. Did he send a message? <clears throat> he did not. He um, said, sorry, just a second. It was close. <laughs> Saved by Thompson. <clears throat> Man, this is good stuff. Oh, <laughs> kind of had him too. Strom had him. Mm. All right, Pacioretty, the Knights' fifth shooter, comes in wide, right side, cuts to the middle, shot. No, save. Blocker mm. stick. Doesn't seem like these shooters are coming that close at all. Well, well, it doesn't oh, matter. That was a good save. Yeah. It, it doesn't went, matter. Went to overtime, huh? Stars and Coyotes. It's about to. It's 11 about seconds. Radulov. Nope. Nope. Puck out of play with seven and a half seconds to go. <laughs> but face off in the, in the um, Dallas offensive zone. It's Vegas, your season's over. Oh, M- Musha show. Let's see if they can put it away before it goes to. No, he can't. Man, this is the second night in a row. They're going seven shooters. No, uh, no goals. Craziness. Man. Okay. Uh, Thursday at 3 p.m. So I guess if you're listening to the podcast tomorrow, it's today at 3 p.m. Um, the Blues are going to announce the jersey sponsor for the 2022 2023 season. Um, the NH- oh, the Hawks just scored. Yep. 
and it doesn't matter because the game went to overtime. Dallas got a point. Vegas, well, bye bye. Yeah, yeah, they're gone. But Vegas does get to shoot uh, one more to try and yeah. tie in, in this game. Good shot, upper corner. Um, the NHL is well. Let me see here. Are they gonna score? Nope. Okay. Vegas lost the game, and the Stars go overtime. So double whammy. Vegas is done. So the West is set. <laughs> uh, the NHL is moving to Jersey as for next season. This move was announced back in August of 2021, prior to the start of this season. So the move comes as a way to offset lost revenue due to the pandemic. Uh, the NHL's revenue fell 14% uh, year over year in the 1920 season to 4.4 billion. Operating income fell 68% to 250 million. And team values dropped 2% from the previous year, the first decline since 2001. Ads can be as large as three inches by three and a half inches, which is bigger than the NBA's two and a half by two and a half inch patches. The location of the patch on the jersey will be determined individually by each team. So I guess it depends on how your jersey is designed and whatnot, where they want to put it. Um, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman said that teams retained more than $100 million in revenue from helmet ads and other changes introduced last season so the league will continue allowing helmet ads. Gary Bettman was adamantly against jersey ads in 2015 uh, by saying, I'm in no rush to put advertising on our sweaters. I like the history and tradition and the way they look. I've repeatedly said we wouldn't be the first and you'd probably have to bring me kicking and screaming. But obviously those comments were without the thought of a pandemic reducing revenue in the future. So. Uh, that probably accelerated any timeline that the NHL had for putting ads on jerseys, which is probably going to be happening anyway. Um, so thoughts on this? Um, I mean, helmet ads were met with some criticism at first, uh, but does anybody really care anymore about the helmet ads or notice them? Or I notice them, but do I really care? I don't know. I notice them when they're bad and like the, the ones that I hate the most are uh, the avalanche because, you know, they're ball, you know, the, the jar makers, the, the can makers. It's like, do you really want to put that on a helmet? Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, at least, at least that's Colorado, right? The, at least the ball, um, at least the logo is, is a white logo. It looks good on the black helmet, on the dark helmet. Um, yeah, design wise, but design wise, it blends in fine. Uh, I, the enterprise, wise, the good. enterprise, the enterprise green E, kind of stands out like a against the blue like helmet. Fl- on, it yeah. looks like a just a sticker they stuck on there. That you know, it'd be nice if teams were trying to incorporate logos into their jerseys and helmets to kind of match their color scheme. But that I guess would kind of piss off the people who the companies that have the logos and if they're going to change the colors, which is not cool. People are really picky about the logo. So, um, and Jeff is back. Welcome back, Jeff. And you're pouring a beer into your cup to celebrate yeah. Vegas's elimination. Hell yeah, baby. Woo. <laughs> Get out of here, Vegas. <laughs> GTFO. <laughs> All right. Little to- uh, Jeff's drinking. All right. Toast to Vegas being eliminated, eliminated tonight. Ching. Yeah. Cling. Yeah, for uh, for those on the podcast, I am drinking out of the H and A cup. This is it. Beer tastes better out of a cup like this. Uh, Matt Harris says he doesn't mind the helmet ads, especially the blues. 
but wow, I hate Adam jerseys. That's interesting. I, out of all the helmet ads, I think I probably, I mean, if I dislike any of them, it's probably the blues the most because it's, it's one of the ones that kind of stands out more. It's just a green E, you know, for their uh, uh, away helmets. Oh, for, they're, they're for those watching in overtime. Coyotes for for those time. watching, I apologize for my weirdness. I'm trying to refocus my camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, yeah, uh, man, yeah, Coyotes. Woo! That was a huge comeback for them. <laughs> All right, I think we're All I see is you sticking your hand in front of the camera. I know. It's just not wanting to refocus. I think you're just out of focus in real life. That's the problem. <laughs> Maybe that that makes sense. <laughs> and um, I'll add with the helmet ads. Uh, I actually don't mind any of them. I don't even notice them anymore. I, I notice uh, them. It, it doesn't bother me. It just doesn't bother me. Yeah, I notice them. I just I I think I'm just quickly got used to them. Yeah, um, definitely got used to them. I just I notice them when I don't like them, and you know, like I said, yeah. the one that I dislike the most is the Denver uh, the the ball ball logo on the uh, avalanche helmets so um so there's so, there's the first graphic i've seen vegas out vegas out oh yeah you know what it's time for another drink yeah out of the cup Woo. don't let the door hitches on the way out um so bye petro <clears throat> so the blues ad uh, jersey ad jerseys the jersey ads um <laughs> <laughs> do you, i okay your thoughts on this? Um, I would imagine, uh, especially uh, Jersey snobs are going to hate it. People who love, you know, the, the, the jerseys are sacred, which they kind of are, the right? Purity. Yeah. The purity of the jersey. Right. But, you know, to be honest, they're not going to sell jerseys with the ads on them unless they're game used, right? So I, I wouldn't think you can, you're going to be able to buy these jerseys that, you know, Dick Sporting goes with the, with the, ad, with the logos on them. Right. I, um, I don't know. I don't think so. I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't know. My, you know, I've, I have several different uh, Liverpool jerseys and they, they always have a sponsor on the shoulder. You know, and... you, you know what though? If they do that and they won't do this, but if they do sell the, if, if the only way you can get a jersey with an ad on it, like th through uh, SDL Authentics or wherever, Dick's, yeah. Obviously, the team is getting money for this. They mm -hmm. really right. should. Gonna... The jersey should be less money than. <laughs> I, I know it's not going to be, but they should be because you're advertising with somebody else. Just like cable TV should have commercials because you're paying for it. Right. That was the well, whole argument. Right? Cable TV yeah. never used to have, a long time ago, didn't really have commercials or a lot of shows right. didn't. Right. But like everything in a capitalist society, it's got its price and you know now you get to watch you know my pillow commercials and all those other my fun pillow. commercials that uh, show up on on your cable tv that you're paying for uh who are you hoping for got any got any uh hopes for the ads on the jerseys? emos give emos? me emos i don't know big <laughs> enough no uh, they're not my my legit yeah. thought bjc healthcare Really? Mm, I think so. That's good. I, I think it's going to be Car Shield. I think it will <laughs> be Car Shield. Really? Uh, that'd, maybe. Be, that'd be funny. Mm, I don't want it to be, but I think it will be. At least their logo is blue. Uh, Bluish. Right. Two tone right. blue. 
it will it will go with pretty yeah. well with this yeah i i don't know um I, kurt i kind of like your your answer to be honest uh i don't know i i would love for it to be like a truly local emos well, cecil Colby's all... coffee like a small yeah. local, like a yeah, lion's choice great. Lions choice. Oh, Lions choice yeah. would be the best. <laughs> Maybe, I would. I would hope if I were to buy a jersey, I would hope the logo was on there. If it was Lions choice, yeah. I'd probably yeah. wear that. Oh hell <laughs> yes, I would. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, Matt Harris says he hopes it's Whataburger. Uh, just a big orange W on the front. Well, I don't think we, we don't have any Whataburgers in the St. Louis that, area. That would, we do that would not, be the sir. stars. That would be the stars. Yeah. <laughs> yellow and yellow and. Uh, but put it put it prominently on their um their really neon green and black jerseys that that would be awful uh, um yeah i mean you get i mean i don't know if they're doing alcohol because ab is an obvious choice mm -hmm. um you know they do alcohol on the boards you'd think that jerseys would be the same i i looked and i couldn't find any restrictions other than size, they they give a size of the of the ad. I, I didn't get any restrictions on uh, on types of advertisers that they could have. I assume there are some they they probably have to get approved. But I wonder if they'd allow beer on jerseys. Maybe not. I bet you not, because they probably sell jerseys to kids. And if the ads are going to be on the jerseys when they sell them, that's another question. Yeah, no, I, it, it's probably, honestly, what I think it's going to wind up being, it's going to be a, a gambling, right? That's, that is the big sponsor that's coming into the NHL and all of, all of the um, European soccer teams have a gambling partner that sponsors at least one of their jerseys. So I'm betting that's honestly, it's, it's going to be, it, it, maybe it's Bally's. I was going to say the same thing, Bally's or Ameristar. Ameristar is not, not big enough. Um, I don't know. I love Matt Harris. Matt Harris here says, wait, no, Center Ice Brewery jersey sponsor. Mm. That would be awesome. That would be cool. But that would not. It, that's probably a little bit out of their budget. Well, and their logo is a guy holding up a cup, <laughs> or a, a, yeah. a, a half barrel, a keg. Yeah. So it's like that would be kind of funny to put on a hockey jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Capone uh, says, just a big toaster ravioli. I love that. Yeah. Yes. That would, that would be great. Uh, a great big Antonino's toaster ravioli. Okay. Best raviolis in All St. Louis. Right. All right. Ted Drew's. That'd be, I mean, way too small, but uh, still. That, you, you can't get more local than Ted Drew's. Right. Hmm. And it really is good, guys. <laughs> and gals. You know, they, you know, they advertise, they, they have spots they and they, they don't although you know what uh, and they advertise during blues and cardinals games right uh you know radio and tv and they but they don't have any ads on the boards so i'm guessing that's what their their limit is they do commercials but you know what local commercials cannot be that expensive on hockey and television broadcasts when you got like dirt cheap uh ads being on there you know, these local businesses so uh, in the chat, uh, my wife has now joined the chat. She's infiltrating the show, boys. Uh, she says Jeff's hat is stupid. Uh, that's not very nice. That's she, is that you? You teach our son with with that kind of language. Teach our son with that mouth. 
<laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I responded to that. <laughs> Dude, he looks like Papa Smurf. I'll take it. A little bit. A little bit. Papa yeah. Smurf's uh, kind of a sexy guy. I take it. You know, if you dye your, the, uh, may, you dye your beard white. Of all the... Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween costume. Dye your hair white. It was Papa Smurf. Oh, speaking of Halloween costume, one of my birthday presents from this week from uh, former co-host of the show, uh, Justin nice. Wilson. Nice. Casey nice. Jones. Casey mask. Jones. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Sweet. Yep. Nice Casey Jones mask from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, all right. Where am I at? Lost my place. Um, so wait, wait, BJC, BJC Healthcare, that's my guess, officially. Jeff, what's your guess officially? What they add? I mean, I I want to go enterprise, but they already do the helmets, so I don't. And think the arena. That's the, yeah, and the arena. Man, I hate to say it, but I think I'm just going to agree with Kurt. BJC oh. Healthcare. Okay. <laughs> it's a cop out, but I I can't think of a better one than that. I think that's a the, Emerson got Electric. The money. Go, go Emerson Electric. I'm not that's a big company in St. Louis. Uh, let's see. Okay, hang on. How about uh, Texas Instruments? <laughs> are they no, based in St. Louis? I'm guessing no. No, hence no, the name. Bryceroni. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, hang on. Okay, I'll give you a real answer. Uh, let's go. Uh, Schnucks. Centine. Centene. How about okay. Centene? Centene's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a good one, but with uh, them singing the naming rights into the soccer stadium, don't think that's, that's a good point. Good mm. point. I do like I do like what Brandon DeRoos said in the chat. The uh, the Cardinals are the Blues jersey sponsor. <laughs> that would be that, awesome. That that if they put those if if those were sold like the the cross you know the cross uh promotions that they do are super popular I, that that would definitely be a selling point for the jerseys i think what if it was the la rams <laughs> chris bray says eat right diner there you go <laughs> yeah and you could do a picture of the eat right as a logo with the plywood on the on the windows so oh brandy capone i love it what if it's quick trip Hell yeah, the Midwest. That would get all of the Midwest to follow the St. Louis Blues right there. Because we love Quick Trip in the Midwest. Quick Trip is, I, I've always liked Quick Trip. It's good. It's a it's a it's nice, uh, nice convenient mart inside. Go in and get yourself a, you know, a six-hour-old hot dog and, <laughs> and some fountain soda and mix in some vanilla. It's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So we got BJC Healthcare and BJC Healthcare and. Now I'm going to change mine. Let's okay. go to Express Express Scripts. Ex, ex, okay, Express Scripts. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, there. There you go. They're pretty big. <laughs> Matt Harris says Cronky Sports Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I do believe you can get kicked out of the chat for that comment. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> fighting words in this town. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko nominated by the uh, St. Louis chapter of the PHWA for the Bill Masterson Trophy. The award is given Master annually. Ma what did I say? You said Masterson. Did I? It's, it's a Ma I yes. meant to uh, misspeak. Masterton God, Trophy. 
Award is given annually to the NHL player who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. There's a lot of big words in that sentence. Uh, each team gets a nominee uh, after undergoing three shoulder, shoulder, sh- shoulder surgeries in a 28-month span. <laughs> Gee, Louise. You're uh, hurting just, my head. <laughs> ter- well, these are hard words. <laughs> I, I want to just get to my talking instead of like reading. Uh, Tarasenko was limited to just 34 regular season games in his previous two seasons combined. To the se- this season, Tarasenko has played in 74 games and leads the club in goals, 34, and points, 82. Had a 10-game point streak snapped against the Avalanche on Tuesday. I think he has a real chance of winning this thing. Um, he's, I mean, oh yeah, uh, fantastic. I mean, he's a he's a big name. Uh, struggled for a couple of years with injuries, and it was well known, well documented. And he's come back and just blown the doors off the league this season. So, granted, I haven't, yeah. seen, I haven't seen the other nominees. The only other one that comes to mind would come from Bill's team, other team. Uh, is Carey Price their nominee? He is. He, he is, but he only he only gotten to what the last two games. Right. Yeah. That's I I saw Save when he came back. Next year for him. Yeah. He coming back is one thing, but. How many games is he going to play in? Three, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So I mean, right. I, yeah. Right. So I think I think the real competition, um, and and I think it's going to be a tough, tough, uh, tough to beat out um, Chris Kreider, um, which oh, you know, yeah. he's he's not he's not a comeback guy, but putting up at this point in his career, putting up a fifty goal season, and Lord knows how the professional hockey writers love their statistics and and uh, awarding things to people that get really, really great stats. A fifty goal season at thirty one for Kreider is pretty damn good. Um if you want to go the emotional route, um, you know, the the other other guy that uh, could beat out Tarasenko, I think, is um uh Kevin Hayes. You know he's uh, he's endured the uh, coaching of Mike Yo, um, and is now kind of the uh, de facto leader of the uh, Philadelphia Flyers, and you know of course sadly lost his brother uh, earlier this year. So those are those are the two guys that I think are Tarasenko's competition, and with with it being Kreider and Kreider being a New York Ranger. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be his. <laughs> the East Coast bias. Yeah. Um, the game six seven six eight in the YouTube chat says uh, to answer the question from last week, Amazon has a lot of series clinching NHL playoff games, including every Blues clinching game from two thousand nineteen. So I didn't know that. That's interesting. That'd be nice to have a DVD with all their clinching games. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Uh, where are you seeing that? That's in the, the YouTube chat. It's in the live yep. chat. You got to do change it from top chat to live chat. I did. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? I'm trying to look through these comments too to uh, not ignore. What are maybe, we selecting maybe a winner? Possible. Uh, I got it in the notes uh, after this after the second break. So after the okay. second break, we'll 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 just we'll pick a winner here. Uh, our winners, more than one, as many as we want, as many as we deem worthy. And you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, say this now. For next week, uh, we'll have another giveaway. It'll be the book 
to my right, I hope I'm doing this correctly. Uh, well, yeah, my right. Hang on. Am I pointing at it? I hate that the feed is so choppy. I can't tell. And um, nothing is on the screen. Anyway. Yeah, I can't see anything you're doing. Doesn't matter. There's a book <laughs> over my shoulder. The hundred uh, things blues fans should know and do before they die. Stanley Cup edition signed by Jerry Rutherford, the author. We have one of those, and uh, we will be giving that away next week. Uh, follow us on social media to find out how you can possibly win that. Free stuff is good. Mm-hmm. Free stuff is good. Um, Brandon DeRose says, most improved is different from Masterson, right? Uh, correct. Mm, correct. Uh, because, it, yeah, it's it's... Well, the definition is best as exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. So it's it's kind of like the, the a comeback. Trophy. Yeah, it's more or less comeback player of the year. Guy who maybe took a season off, maybe had a bad year, worked hard, came back to form, whatever. It's I, always some type of comeback. I, and, and usually it has to be some kind of injury or like bad injury or off ice issue. Or something like that. So, um, the Blues go on the uh, final road trip of the uh, regular season, going three one and zero. The Blues uh, beat the Sharks three to one, and then beat the Coyotes five to four in overtime. And Bennington gets back to back starts in this game. He Blues had a four to one lead and then through two periods, but squandered the, in the third. Uh, Justin Falk uh, scored thirty seconds in overtime to win it. Um, originally, Robert Thomas was not credited with an assist in overtime. As I said, he lost the faceoff, but the next day they corrected the stat and added an assist to extend his point strength to 16 games. That was kind of controversial um, because it was close. I mean, the faceoff was. Was, face was kind of won neutrally over the boards, and then was it Bushnevich got over there along with Tarasenko. Uh, Coyote, Tarasenko, and they were fighting for it. It was like, ah, I don't know. That, well, that was close. I'll say, man, like a lot of times I see that kind of thing and I say, I, I poo-poo it and I say, you know, oh, that wasn't a phase-off win. You can't. I think Tarasenko got his stick on that without no possession from the Coyote or the Coyotes. So to me, that is an assist. That's that's a face-off win because I, you got possession of the puck. I agree. So but I was did, I was surprised that it took so long for them to correct that. Did I, and I didn't look at it in detail. I, I I watched a number of reviews, but I didn't. Did he did he get clear possession off the faceoff? I think he did. I think okay. it I think it barely tipped hmm. off the Coyotes defenseman's stick or forward or whoever it was. It hit off one of their sticks, but it it wasn't possession. It wasn't like he slid it back to his teammate or it was no. literally just it hit his stick. Tarasenko grabbed it, slid it back to Falk. He came in and shot. So to me, even though it like went the Coyotes' way on the faceoff, that's a win for the Blues because his winger was right where he needed to be to pick up that puck. Ken Morris says, um, I remember when Bill Masterson was the uh, – well, that's what he says. <laughs> I'm just reading what it's he typed. Right. Masterson. Yeah. Right. In parentheses – Sick. <laughs> was with the North Stars and hit his head on the ice, causing his death in 1968. It was the talk of the schoolyard amongst the lads. So, um, right. And you you forget about 
you know, actual death happening because of an NHL game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been very close a lot of times since. Yeah. Um, you know, Clint Malarchuk, Chris Pronger, um, oh, uh, who is Richard Zednick, had the uh, the skate to the throat too. Oh, Not as bad as Malarchuk, but Malarchuk, yeah. They yeah. said they said the the, and I think we've talked about this before, but the Morachuk skate to the throat, um, with Buffalo and the Blues, um, if Malarchuk was on the other end of the ice and the other goal, he would, yeah, have died he would have died because they they would not have got to him in time. Yeah, so that's crazy. Got there very quickly, just at the yeah. last, yeah, yeah, just in time. It's like it's crazy. And the trainer reached into his throat, and pinched off his jugular, to slow the bleeding. That's nuts. Okay. And then mm-hmm. and then Malarchuk went on to uh shoot himself in the face <laughs> at his cabin. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh yeah. they he said interesting life that man has lived. He said initially accidentally, but it apparently was a suicide attempt. So he's had a he's had a life, man. Yeah. Yeah, he yes. had he, he went O C D after that. Like yeah. it was a terrible story. Uh, the Blues uh, then beat the Ducks six to three. This was Getz, Ryan Getzlaff's final NHL game. He the Ducks had had to have two more games after this, but he's not going on that road trip. This he's making his final game uh, at home. So a nice ceremony before the game, and uh, got a beautiful assist on the Ducks' uh, final goal, which I think the Blues commented afterwards that they were they were kind of cheering about that uh, on the bench a little bit. You know, uh, you don't want to get scored on. Oh, they were. They, but they were cheering. They were they banging. Were I've never yeah. seen that before where yeah. the, the team gives up a goal and they're banging their sticks on, on the boards from yeah. the bench as it's, he skates to the bench. I'm like, that's impressive. That's really cool. Like, it, you know, part of me, part of me wonders if who's in the back of his head's going, Oh, fuck you guys. You know, <laughs> like, it's that's, like when, but that was awesome. Well, it's like when McGuire hit uh, 70 and, or, or no, broke Maris's record against the Cubs. And he's, you know, high five and shaking hands with the Cubs players as he rounds the bases. And kind of the kind of the same thing, I guess. Um, uh, what was that pitcher's name? Traxel? Oh. Traxel. Tra- yeah, yeah. I think Traxel. so. Yeah, Steve Traxel. Yeah. Steve Traxel. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a, no, that's a trivia question. The the, the Getzlaff goal. I mean, and it it was a vintage Getzlaff pass. The only thing that was missing was Corey Perry scoring it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. No, that was, um, that was, I mean, I, you know, Ryan gets last fine player for me. I'm, I'm, you know, I've never liked him or hated him or, or really anything. Blues haven't played them in the playoffs ever. Right. Yeah. The ever. Ducks? Yeah. Mm, so no, it's, you know, for me, it's, you know, I have no hate for the guy. Uh, I love seeing a guy kind of right off into the sunset. Yes. Your team didn't make the playoffs. You know, yes, your team's not that good. Uh, they're going to get better. They got, the, you know, Troy Terry, um, Trevor Zegras, whatever. But, I mean, seeing him make that pass, that vintage Ryan Getzlaff, I'm going to shoot. No, I'm not. I'm going to slide it back. I mean, that was just a beautiful assist. Uh, as much as I hated seeing Billy Huso give up a goal, it was really cool to see uh, uh, gets left kind of right off into the sunset with that assist and, and kind of walk away from the game, at least saying like, yeah, we lost the game, but I made a pretty fucking nice assist on, uh, on the last goal ever scored with me on the team. 
It's going to um, be a dominant beer leader next year. More than Sean Avery. <laughs> um, um, or make a comeback in five years. Yeah. Um, the Blues, uh, so we, let's see. Thomas assisted on the uh, Tarasenko goal, on a, a Tarasenko goal in the game to extend his streak to 17 games, uh, eight goals, 21 assists in that uh, over that span, which tied Which is David. ridiculous. Oh, 29 it's... points in 17 games. Yeah. It's not like he got 20 points, you know, in 17 games. It was, he was, he had some games with three, four or five points. It's ridiculous. Um, ties McDavid for the longest point streak in NHL this season. Um, Tarasenko's point streak was extended to 10 games. And of course that ended against the avalanche in the next game. Well, well, uh, before we get into the avalanche game, we do have to mention John Hamm. Coming oh, yeah. into the booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. And all of a sudden, I, and it, you know, I thought that was played up a little bit, but then I thought about it and I go, you know, it, it it's true. The last time he talked about how much he loved Barbashev, Barbashev scores like five minutes after that conversation. Yeah. And and then it happens again. And <laughs> it was so awesome to watch. Um yeah, and it was it was weird seeing some of the backlash. You know, people are weird. You know, people like didn't want to see the see John Ham on the air. They wanted to hear the Kelly and Panger call the game and not talk to Ham. And uh, they didn't want to. This guy who's who does he think he is? He's you know entitled guy. You know, gets to go in the locker room and he's always in all the pictures. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, shut up. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it'd be different for me if it was and and. I, my wife's probably going to laugh at me if she's still listening. Uh, if it was like oh, Jenna Fisher, if it was Jenna Fisher, because I've had some problems with Jenna Fisher lately. Uh, you know, she's she lives in L.A., so I get it to a certain extent, but she's been celebrating the Rams Super Bowl win. And I'm just like, mm. get the fuck out of here. You're a St. Louis girl. You can't root so, the Rams. There are some people. Well, you know what, though? Okay, before what you get into this, let me finish my thought. Let me finish okay. my thought. All right. So if this was like Jenna Fisher or somebody else from St. Louis who's never really shown a lot of love for the Blues, like, you know, during the Stanley Cup Finals, she was at the games and she, you know, she was doing spots here and there. But like John Hamm to me is a guy who's actually shown and proven that he is a huge Blues fan. Yeah. So I love seeing him getting involved and seeing him like, I'm going to come in the booth and just have a great time with, with Kang and, uh, Kang and Pelly, uh, <laughs> Kang and Kelly, <laughs> Kang and Pelly. I love it. I love um, it. but you know, and, and it's also different too. And, and this has <clears throat> happened before on the radio side, if they bring in John ham, that's one thing I don't want. If I'm listening to the yeah. radio feed, I need to hear the game call. Yes, like, yeah, it's cool. Oh, hey, there's John Hamm. That's cool. But, like, do that at intermission or do it, like, maybe take a TV timeout off to interview him or something. But don't do it during gameplay. But, yeah, during the TV broadcast, get over yourself. Who cares? Uh, Chris Brand, YouTube chat, I think a front runner for one of the comments of the show. Little girl in Columbus that died after getting hit with the puck. Why? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm what? Kidding. I'm kidding. 
I'm kidding. That's what he said, though. He was talking about, you know, tragedies on the ice. So. You're a prick. You're no. such a prick. <laughs> Come to the show, Chris Bray. <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. <laughs> um, John Hamm is a national treasure from my wife. I agree 100%. Uh, Ken Morris, did Jeff say Jenna Jameson is a blues fan? I, uh, maybe who knows? Did I say Jenna Jameson or I say Jenna Fisher? Pretty sure you, you got Fisher. it right. You said Fisher. Yeah. Who heard Jameson? Yeah. Who was that? Ken. Ken. Ken Stinkin' uh, Jen Jameson. <laughs> He's got Jenna Jameson on the brain. Much about yourself there, Ken. Yeah. Man, she looks way different than she used to. Holy cow. Yeah. Plastic surgery looks nothing like she used to. Her face is like, yeah, it's one of those plastic surgery things kind of going wrong. They're like nothing like they used to. Like, what's that? I'm just going, I'm just going to ask this now, just even though, because folks, this is the beauty of doing a live show. You get to hear some of our internal interaction. How many winners are we picking, Kurt? How about, uh, well, we can have as many as we want. Uh, I think we should do uh, four. Is there enough for four? Okay. Do, do we have enough quality comments for four? I have one. I think so. I have I've one. Got, like. I'm, I'm telling you one now in our private chat. I, yeah, it's a good one. I like that yeah. one. And I sent one, and I, I, I posted one, too, that I like. Um, so we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. Couple more, maybe maybe three more if if they warrant it before our next break here. Um, so the uh, the Blues' the next game was a uh, Tuesday night uh, against the Avalanche. Uh, Bennington with yet another start, his second and three games. Did this surprise you guys at all that Bennington got the start against Colorado? Yeah, yes. totally surprised me. Yeah, I was thinking you give Bennington the last start of the season against the Golden Knights, and you give Huso the start to Colorado. That was very shocking mm-hmm. to me. Yep. The only the only logic I could think of it think into it was um you're you're trying to get Bennington, you know, keep his confidence up. Um honestly don't care if it gets deflated because Huso's your guy and you don't want to expose him to Colorado going into the playoffs. So let Bennington get that start and if Colorado's gonna, you know, take us to the woodshed, it's uh the backup that's getting it. Yeah, I thought of that too. I, I, to me, I guess I was I was shocked that Huso didn't get the start. But when I was like, well, I'm thinking about him. Okay, well, maybe it's a thing where okay, we've seen what you know, Bennington's played well his last five games. Um, had a in his last five, he was at a nine two four save percentage. Um, so and five and zero. Oh. So he'd been playing pretty well, but it was all against lesser teams, right? So I get, okay, so Benson's playing well. Let's see what he's got now against a good team, a really good team. So I, I get that. Still, I wouldn't have done it, but I I, I understand I get if that's the mindset maybe um, to do that. Now, I don't think he looked very good in this game. <laughs> So that's I you know, I actually I thought he was okay. I didn't I thought, think he was I thought he looked shady as hell. Really? So we can talk about yeah, it. No, I, I, I thought I, 
I thought he got rattled. I thought ESPN, the the announcers got it right. He got rattled in the second. I thought he, even when he didn't allow any in the first, I thought he looked like he was fighting it. I, I, I didn't, he didn't, he looked not comfortable in net. Um, there were a lot of close calls, a lot of like oopses and a lot of like, oh gosh, that could have went in um, kind of things, but it, it didn't. I, I mean, he kept it out in the first, which was I great. thought they had the first eight shots they had, I thought were quality shots. And yes, maybe he was fighting it a bit, but I mean, he kept it out of the net. Yeah, no, I mean, end result. I was happy out. And yeah, end result. Yeah, exactly. End of the yeah. end of the day, nobody remembers what the saves were. They just That's remembered true. the saves were made. So, That's true. Yeah. And, and, but I'll say, yeah, I think once they started scoring goals, it did seem like he was kind of fighting himself mentally and and I thought the whole team looked rattled personally. Um, I thought, yeah, I, I think the team. I thought they just they just kind of buckled and were like, "Oh shit, we forgot how good Colorado is." It was almost like it was almost like Colorado knew what our game plan was. It, it, they were yeah. we couldn't do much of anything. They were winning board battles. They were honest. The, the, the puck pressure was quick and fast, um, causing a lot of turnovers. And uh, we just couldn't do much. Uh, no, no offensive zone pressure really for an extended amount of time. Uh, we were out of sorts, out of sync. Um, and Colorado was had the much better of the play first period. I thought. Um, second period, I mean, <laughs> well, we can we can go through this here. Um, let's see. Uh, Braden Shannon, David Prawn, uh, Bertuzzo did not play for the Blues. All expected to be better uh, by Friday. Um, the Blues uh, we went with 11 forwards, seven defensemen in this game. Uh, through the first, it was uh, sh- shots were 11, 11, uh, and uh, both uh, Kemper and Bennington had allowed no goals through the first. And uh, but in, so in the second period, uh, Nachushkin scored early in the second to give Colorado one nothing lead. Offensive zone faceoff win, a shot through traffic that Bennington never saw, sliding towards the middle yeah. of the net, and it, and he never saw it. Um, and then, uh, Eric Johnson scores, uh, two minutes, 11 seconds later to give Colorado a two nothing lead, which, you know, this was a kind of a breakdown by the blues before the goal was scored. O'Reilly has the puck fails to clear, gets a ticket from him. Um, and Bennington overplays the chance, I think, uh, and, mm-hmm. and for sure kind of slides out of the net and defense goes down and the rebound comes right to the slot where Johnson has a wide open net. It kind of yep. buries it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I, you. That's one of those where, like, a defenseman sneaking in, and he looks up and he sees wide open net, and it's, oh shit, like, like, whoa, yeah. all right, you know, and yeah. like that's exactly what happened. He, he just, he, you know, put that right into an empty net because the coverage was just not there. Well, Bennington slides out to the left, and, and he over he overplays it, and has to kick back with his right pad, and just gets a toe on the on the on the the tuck in attempt, and that kind of shoots the puck out to the slot, and then Bennington's yep. already down, and the defense is down, yep. and they both have to try and yep. dive back, and they can't get back. Yep. Right. And, uh, hey, before you know, uh, no, go, go Bill. Bill, please go ahead. I was just going to say, um, you know, on that play, the, you know, watching it live, the first instinct is, oh, maybe there's interference here. We're giving it a back, but no, it was, uh, I, it was the defenseman. I think it was Rosen um, that, you know, had barreled into Bennington at that point, And there was no way that either of them were getting back to cover the empty net. Yep. 
Um, and before we move on, I, I want to add real quick something we didn't mention in the first period. Uh, how about that Marco Scandella dive to keep the uh, the puck out <laughs> from entering the empty net? Yeah. Oh, man. You know what? That's you one know of what? those situations where you're just like, you see the puck going, and like it's like slow motion if you're on the ice. You're like, oh! <laughs> it's like, ah, I, what do I do to stop it? I didn't think he had the dive. I mean, I, I, it was like, a, I didn't either. it was like a Jim Edmonds thing, you know, like he, he dove just to slide For into it. I mean, well, I, and, and you know, he I, looked, I don't think he had he to looked a little rough skating the rest of the game. And then he left the third period with lower body injury. Yeah. You have to wonder if him crashing into the goal, oh, like he did. That's exactly what happened. Cause he was, he yeah. was, he was, he's slow getting up and his hip hit the boards at the, his back, the back of his hip kind of hit the boards hard after he uh, hit the goalpost. Um, to me, if, if you're, I don't know, if you're sliding, just crash into the net. <laughs> don't go yeah, on boards. No, I agree. The net, no, I the was, uh, I, I actually, that's funny you say that. I, I was wondering if anybody else thought that. that I thought, oh, He did not need yeah. to slide. Just yeah. skate your ass off, which he was yep. doing, and just, you've got a long reach. He's a big dude. He would have Just there. poke it mm -hmm. out, you know, poke it out of there. And yeah, he, I guess he just thought like to be safe, I'm going to slide and make sure. But what's interesting too, necessary. What's interesting with that too, is that if anybody's ever played hockey before and you slide and you slide your stick on the ice, you got a decent chance of missing the puck. Yeah, oh <laughs> the, yeah. the mm -hmm. stick's skipping over the puck or something. Um, or like so, hitting it in a weird spot to where the puck will just flip on yeah. you as you hit it. Kudos to him though. It didn't go in End result. Oh, great. Yeah. That, that yeah. was clearly going into the net. Right. So good for him to do whatever he could to make sure it right. didn't happen. Uh, Josh Manson uh, scored a little over under a little under four minutes later for a three to nothing avalanche lead. So three goals in about five and a half minutes, uh, another offensive zone faceoff win for the avalanche. Um, they play catch out high, Send a shot toward the net. A rather innocent-looking long wrist shot from the top of the near circle, but uh, Walker goes down to block it. And it looked to me like it. they didn't mention on the air. It changed direction. It went off Walker. Right? It, 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 yeah, I, it sk skipped off his leg or his skate as he went down uh, and just kind of like frisbeed, you know, hit it and, and went up. Uh, probably threw Bennington off. I would have liked to have seen Bennington adjust to that, though, because it was a pretty far-out shot. Um, I don't know. Hey, Bill? Can you speak to whether or not if that's deflected, you know, your thoughts on if it's a soft goal or not? Um, anytime, any, anytime that the deflections, you know, way out top, um, you should be able to have enough time to, to make a reaction save. Um, not sure why it didn't happen in that case. It, it's, um, you know, I, I couldn't tell, honestly um watching it a couple of times whether it did deflect off walker so i'll take your word for it that that it, you're convinced that it did well um, based on the way but, walker reacted and the way bennington reacted um walker kind of put his head down afterwards like oh you know it went off me that 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 was the the my take from his reaction um and the only the only reasonable explanation to how bennington didn't see that shot or he saw it and it just was you know accelerated or whatever and goes up high and he can adjust i because if he if it's not deflected he should have that easy and i think bennington caught a lot of crap from a lot of people about uh allowing a lot of bad goals in this game i thought 
I thought that the last goal he allowed was terrible. Um, yeah, the 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 goal to start the third period. Yes, and that that, yeah. that, that was, was that was a bad goal. Yeah. yeah, it well, it was it was a bad team goal. I thought you know yeah. that the yeah. Blues let Colorado put the press on them right away and reacted horribly. Uh, let Nuchuskin uh, force his way out to the front of the net, and Bennington just kind of got caught in two minds, I think, um, with what he was trying to do with his stick. And just stick was in well, and, the exact wrong position, and it got shoveled past him. I didn't like where he put the puck either. I think if, if right. he just goes along the boards, maybe you get that out. But he tried to, to bank it, I guess, and then think, okay, one of my teammates are going to come pick this up. But when you're getting pressured like that, I well, think you're better off. I mean, it's, right. you know, kids, he, kids will let, tell let, you they're taught. Just you got to teach them, go up the boards. You always go up the boards. It's always well, Letty, play. Letty was back there, though. I mean, Letty was waiting for it. I, I just think Bennington got his angle wrong and banked it off the back of the boards. It didn't get there. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I agree with Jeff, though, that it's it's a play where you don't, you know, if, if Colorado is going to press that quickly, um, I, I just don't think that's three that Bennington made. I, I, I don't think it. he felt the pressure. Just right? cover I the puck. Think, I don't think he felt it though, right? Oh, I, I, I agree. He realized how quickly they were coming no, in, I, and yeah, he I tried agree. to make the pass instead of just trying to move it around the boards and getting it get it out of the danger area. I also didn't like how Saad played uh, after the fact that when the puck comes in front, you know, mm-hmm. Saad was weak, weak on the back check there. He didn't do much to 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 prohibit this goal. He could have stick checked the guy a little better, and he just didn't. And Fox out there, he tries to stick check too, but it was too late. But that that was Sod's guy. I, so I, it was weak all around. A weak play by Bennington, um, weak play by Sod, and they just came in front, and nobody took him down. And that was weird. That was a weird bad yeah. goal. Well, we can let's let's take some solace. Let's take a pause here and take some solace in the fact that um, they didn't look nearly as bad as Alex Petrangelo on the goal at the end of the first period in the the, the game tonight. Um, where I didn't, I didn't see that one. the um, who was it that scored the goal? Um, one of the guys, uh, Taylor Radish, um, had four whacks the puck with Petrangelo a foot away from him, and Petro was just like tapping him with his stick. Terrible coverage. Terrible coverage. Terrible. Sorry, you're out of the playoffs, buddy. He's well, but but Bennington, uh, but Bill, <laughs> I called you Bennington, but Bill, <laughs> why do you Same hate play style? I'm, I'm why do you tonight? Sorry. <laughs> why do you hate Petrangelo so much? He won a cup with us. Why do you hate him? I don't be I don't a hater. Him, I, don't be a hater. I, He's a good I, guy. I, it's <laughs> it's nothing against Petro. It's it's the Knights. It's the Knights. It's sports. Uh, that's all I gotta say. It's sports. Yeah. A player leaves your team for more money elsewhere. You feel a little slighted, right? I mean, it's just natural. Um, and you 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 don't hate when they lose. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Just nothing personal. It's sports. It's like uh, you know the the mafia. It's not personal. It's business. Um. Let's see what do we got here. Uh, the Blues dig on the board though with uh, the Brandon Sod goal on the power play. Sod had a, uh, it was a pretty big goal at the time, <laughs> trailing three nothing. The Blues had to score next, uh, preferably before the third period started. Uh, beautiful passing play on the power play, tic tac toe passing from Kairou to O'Reilly to Kairou to Sod, all touch passes on and off the tape in a blank. Uh, and Sod was left all alone on the side of the net for the backdoor tap in uh, off his skate. 
but it counted. So this was Saad's 58th, 58th point of the season, or 48th point of the season. If he can get two more points in the last game of the season, everyone in the Blues' top three lines will have 50 or more points, which is nine, obviously nine players, which is crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I, I love these goals. You know, I we bitch about, you know, everybody bitches about how the Blues overpass sometimes. This is the result of overpassing that you want. I mean, my God, that was just some, a thing of beauty. You know, you you see these guys do that, and, and, you know, you guys can attest to, you know, playing as long as we've all played hockey. We could never do something like this. I mean, this is just the oh, beauty of uh, – well, okay, Kurt can, <laughs> but Bill and I couldn't. Um, no, it's, it's just – it's so beautiful to watch. And, you know, and when you see them capitalize on a play like that, it's just like, oh my God! If they could figure it out to do this at least once a game, there's no stopping this team. I mean, it, those goals are ridiculous, and and that's the thing, and all that too. That that kind of I hate about hockey coverage is that's not getting any play from NHL Tonight, ESPN, TNT. It's always the individual like. He made this ridiculous play around a defenseman, then made a great play on the goalie, which are those are fine too. But when you have everybody on the rink touching the puck, one touch passing, that is something to behold. That to me is the beauty of the sport right there. Uh Lekinen scores just nine seconds into the third period for a commanding four to one Colorado lead. This goal sucked, which we just talked about. Um You know, coming out of the second period with a little momentum, you you scored the last goal. You need two goals to tie. The Blues have been a come-from-behind team all season. You know, okay, let's see what they can do. And then nine seconds in, that happens. Uh, Sucked. Soft goal. Um, But what O'Reilly scores two goals, 64 seconds apart, late in the third period, to cut the Avs lead to four to three. Uh, the first of which came off of a Kairou shot that was going about eight feet wide, or as John Kelly would say, wide by six inches. Yes. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going way, way wide, hits O'Reilly in the, in the shin pad and yeah. goes right in the net. <laughs> right. Um, mm. And the the second of O'Reilly's goals, um, which uh, had Bennington pulled at the time, uh, Bushnevich carries behind the goal, left to right, and does the old sneaky pass out in front against the grain play as the goalie slides across to the other side. And O'Reilly had the entire net to shoot at. Pretty goal. Uh, it should Is be there... noted. It should be noted real quick that McKinnon was on O'Reilly in the corner, but let him go. God's gift to hockey players, let him go, which is why he was open. You know, he might need some uh, eat some more kale, maybe. Uh, yeah. Fix that before playoffs. Yeah. Get, get on that diet. What are you doing? Get on that yeah. diet there, he, Nathan. He had a French fry. He cheated. He <laughs> yeah. had a French fry. He had a, yeah, French he had a, he had a French fry intermission was like, Oh damn it. I knew I shouldn't have done that. More, more, um, ca- more kale shakes in intermission. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I was uh, going to add here that, um, is there, uh, if you guys don't have an answer, it's fine. Is there a former Blues player that you think of with that uh, against the grain pass from behind the net who used Dimitra. to do that? Oh, Pavel Dimitra. 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 
Yeah. Yeah, man. I used to love when he would do that. And he did it a lot. He did. Always worked. It was always like teams just don't expect that. And they still don't. I mean, it's a, it's such a beautiful play when you can make it work. He did as much as uh, what's his name to wraparounds. Uh, Uh, Yashkin. Yeah. Yashkin. No, I I can still remember uh, game two thousand two two thousand. No, it had to be had to be earlier than that. Um, Guy Hebert playing goal for the Ducks. Uh, it was a national TV game. Gary Thorne calling the game. Pavel Dimitra pulled that out, and he because uh, Gary Thorne was always wrong about who the player was. Um, <laughs> gave credit to Scott Young for making the pass. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Yeah, 48, 38, you know, I mean, you know, it's tough. Yeah, right hand, left hand, it's tough. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's like three minutes to go, three minutes, 10 seconds, something like that, when O'Reilly scores uh, the second of his goals to make it four to three. I'm in shock. I'm in shock. Be- not mm-hmm. not because the Blues came back, because, you know, they're a good team, they can do that. But the way the entire game had gone, the, the mm-hmm. Colorado was, this was their game. They were they were the better team all game long for the most part. Um, the Blues didn't. They looked out of sync, and then all of a sudden, the Blues turned it on, and bang bang, they score, and it's a one goal game. And then they fucking hit the post, hit the crossbar, like yep. with a minute Should something to go. It. They it, it was, it. came within an inch or two of uh, of tying the game. Uh, ridiculous. Um, and then Nazem Kadri hits the empty net with nineteenth at uh, nineteen thirteen to wrap it up for the Avalanche. Um, so I mean, in the end, you know, it's a it's a night a fun comeback effort by the Blues made it exciting at the end. Um, but you know, I think for the most part, Colorado was able to prevent the Blues from executing anything uh, that they wanted to do. For the most part, it, uh, like they knew what was coming, they outworked the Blues on the boards, quick on the puck. Gap closure was quick, uh, gave the Blues very little time to make plays. So, you know, and they didn't get the goaltending they needed. So, mm-hmm. look shaky, that, I thought. So, I, you know. Right. That was going to be just even the the goal nine seconds into the third period. That was really the difference in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kadri got an empty netter. But that having that extra little buffer – um, you know, that I thought after the Blues scored in the second that they were going to have a push at some point in the third. They got it, almost tied it, even though, you know, the deficit was three. Um, I'll tell you what, Huso's in net in a playoff series against them. I like our chances. That was that was my takeaway from that game last night. Yeah, and obviously you don't expect that kind of effort from the Blues in the playoffs. It's just you expect a different level and I guess Colorado would step it up too. So, and they were without a few players too last night. So, so there is that uh, Thomas and Tarasenko see their points streak points streaks snap. Uh, the first blues regulation loss since March 26th. This was one full month. Um, you literally cannot win them all. So it's okay. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly uh, with three points in the night and Kyrie had three assists. Bennington made uh 29 saves on 33 shots and Scandella left through period that we mentioned with a lower body injury. Uh, Bruber did hint that he would be back though. He'd be okay on Friday, I think. So uh, up next, we will talk about the blues playoff position, how we can still finish second and our thoughts on the upcoming blues and wild first round playoff matchup. 
Um, and we will, uh, we'll pick our winners for the uh, comments of the show. So if you, you have anything that you want to say, that's really clever and great, get it in right now. And, uh, you might have a shot to win still. So, uh, but first, uh, a word from Centerized Brewery. Do you like hockey? No, of course you do. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Are you 21? Let's hope so. If you answered yes to all of those questions, run on down to your local beer distributor and pick up a 2-4 of Old Arena Lager, the Beauty IPA, or any other delicious hockey-themed beer from Centerized Brewery. That's right. Centerized Brewery beer is available at various beer stores around town. So check around for the one closest to you. That's Centerized Brewery. Let's go Blues. The uh, Blues can still finish second. In the, you want to do the comments now or you want to do them later after we talk about this? What do you think? Uh, uh, you want to give them time to get some more comments in? <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's do one more. We'll do one more bit and then we'll, we'll do comments. How about okay. that? All right. All right. I know the, the listeners are on edge and they probably want to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, the Blues can still finish second in the Central. So Minnesota lost Arizona on Tuesday night. So the Blues and Wild are, which I'm shocked that that happened. Uh, but the Blues and Wild are still tied at 109 points. So if they if they do finish in the tie in points, uh, the Blues own that tiebreaker. If the Blues beat Vegas on Friday night, that will force Minnesota to get three or four points versus Calgary and Colorado. So and and they play them on back to back nights, uh, Thursday and Friday. So if Minnesota loses to Calgary in regulation on Thursday. The Blues can clinch second place with a win versus Vegas on Friday. Or if the Blues lose their game uh, on Friday and Minnesota loses both of theirs, the Blues finish second. So uh, the Calgary-Minnesota game on Thursday night is pretty big. So you should be paying attention to that one. Yep, and I will be. Do you do you guys care where we finish? Second or third? Wait, I mean, does, when's, when's Thursday? Uh, Thursday is uh, tomorrow. Well, Thursday's in 48 (laughs) minutes. Yeah. And if you're listening to the podcast on Thursday, it's today. And if you're listening on Friday, it's yesterday. Right. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Do you care? Uh, No, those, I, you know, I care just in the sense of, uh, I don't care. I guess, I guess I only care because if there is a game seven, you do want it to be at home. But I don't think the series goes seven games. I think yeah. whether the Blues finish second or third, I'm picking Blues in six. Yep, I'm I'm kind of right there with you. I think I you know I've been um, you know talking with my my buddy who's a Wild fan um, up in Minnesota. Um, and I've met him. You know, yes, yes, you guys have both met him at uh, Center Ice. Mm. He's, he's a, a pretty man. Of, hung out. Hung he's out got a pretty mouth. A couple of times. <laughs> He does got a pretty mouth. <laughs> I will. I'll let him know that tomorrow when I when I chat with him. But I, uh, yeah, yeah. I think we've talked about you know like both of us expect there to be multiple you know double overtime, triple overtime games, but not going past six games. I would. Uh, I I do want the Blues to finish second. Just. If it does happen to go seven, and 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 home ice advantage is is overblown. It's not really an advantage. Uh, every every year, it's like you know fifty fifty. Uh, sometimes the home teams even have a worse record than the than the road the road teams. So uh, I, I I 
I think in, uh, the importance is placed on home ice advantage is a bit overblown. With that said, if it does happen to go seven games, I would like the Blues to be home just in case. You know, I wouldn't think it would hurt, right, to be at home for game well, seven. And they have the extra fourth game for revenue and an extra yeah. game for Blues fans to attend and enjoy. There's that aspect of and it, I, too. I, I think it was Dan Riley, our friend on Twitter, who made the comment that, and I could be wrong, maybe it wasn't him, but uh, something about, you know, somebody says I'm like, oh, does home ice really even it doesn't it doesn't even matter? And he responded with, uh, what about 2019 second round Pat Maroon? And it was like, yeah, that was kind of a big game, and and I think if that game's on the road maybe we see a different push from Dallas in that game. So maybe you never we, know. We destroyed Dallas in that game though. They were so lucky to get the overtime. Yeah. But then they had mm. two chances in overtime that they should have aired. Right. I know. I know. Cogliano but Dallas played like Calgano and, and Ben Cogliano and, and Ben with the wraparound. Yeah. With that said too, with all due respect to Mr. Riley, uh, uh, I Dallas played terrible in that game uh, up until overtime. Then they had, they actually played better in overtime. Than they did during the 60 minutes. I think we outshot them. It was a crazy amount in the in regulation. Yeah. So in uh, talking about the Blues and Wild, we've got a couple predictions here. Ken Morris says Blues and six. And then my wife, Jessica, says, I'm going to be the pessimist and say they are going to lose. Why don't you go mansplain to your wife? Oh, <laughs> I would never do that. I would never, ever, I, ever do that. I'm going to I'm gonna say... Uh, I, I hate doing predictions, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to say that I'm not cocky about this series, but I'm very confident in this series. The blues have played very well against what the wild this year. They've they're three and zero. granted two games went in overtime, but the wild have only beaten the blues once in regulation since Brubays took over as coach. That's right. like, like 13, that was, one and two or something like that. It's something crazy. That's yeah. like, that 10, was the stat. I was just trying to look up. Okay. It's, it's something Ruby like 10, one and two knows how to beat this team. Yeah, and the Wild well, just do not match up well against the Blues. It's just they just don't – they have a really hard time beating us. And I wouldn't be shocked if we win this series in five games. Well, and and I'll say, too, that and, – and I said this before. Yes, there's obviously a chance in any playoff series that the Blues don't win the series and the Wild take it. Sure. But guess what? It's going to be great fucking hockey. I, I want this series because, mm. to me, Blues and Wild – that's the best first round series there is going to be of all of them. I think that's going to be oh. so much fun to watch. So I'm all for a Blues Wild series. <clears throat> so your wife's really getting into this pessimism thing. I, I think it's because we no longer have Magnus pay RV to get the series. <laughs> that's right. Goal. Well, and it's because she was attracted to him because he looks just like me. So that's why mm. he's much taller. He is taller. That's true. <laughs> and he's much better at hockey yeah. than I am. I'm stronger, probably, I'm guessing. But I wear I wear a hat and a beard better than he does. So okay. just take right. that to the bank. All right. <laughs> Matt Harris says blues and eight. Blues and eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you count up the overtime, it, it could go nine. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I mean the Canada Cup went uh went eight games, right? You never know. You know, they, they, a lot of people have said that uh, Minnesota has the advantage in goaltending in the series, but I, I don't have the head-to-head -head stats in front of me. I sh should pull them up. Uh, Talbot's uh, splits against the Blues this season, but the Blues Not have good. lit him up. Yeah, the Blues have lit him up this season. And Flurry, granted, 
he was on a different team, but the Blues lit up him with Chicago too, which you really, I guess you can't really factor that as a terrible team. No, but 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 still, uh, they're no, gonna I agree. they're I agree, though. who who they they're gonna roll with Talbot in the playoffs. And and you know mm. what? If I'm them, I do the same thing. I think, yeah. and and I think it's the same as the Blues. I think you know you gotta, and I don't want to say it's a short leash on leash on Huso, but in the back of your mind, if Huso loses Game One, you're thinking. Okay, uh, maybe you go to Bennington. It's the same thing in Minnesota. They lose game one. They're saying, okay, you might need to go to Flurry here and see how he does in game two. So it's a very similar situation in goal for the Wild. I think I, 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 mean, I would say unless Huso looks absolutely horrendous in game one, uh, mm. I'd say even if the Blues lose game one, say they lose like three to one, uh, I think they go back with Huso in game two. I think. Yeah, and I, and, and I think you should. Yeah, I don't think that's the wrong decision. I don't. I don't think they go away from Huso unless we're down 0-2, and Huso just doesn't look quite right. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I think I think if he gets shelled in game one, maybe they go to. Bed. That's what I'm saying. But if he gets absolutely yeah. destroyed in game one, he's probably pulled anyway. And then you got yeah. a decision to make for game two. And you know what? If he gets pulled in game one, I can see him going right back to him in game two. So yeah, depending on yeah, how the I, rest of the game goes in game yeah, one, yes. Yeah. I right. mean, if he they, if they're down four they, one, he comes out. Bennington comes in. They win the game five four. I think they're going right back to Bennington. But uh, yeah. otherwise, mm, I, yeah, I think you're going with Huso in game two, even after a loss. Now the the only scenario I can see um, Huso not being the starter through game two is injury. So let's. I, I think it. I, I, think, I hate to bring up that word, but it's it's if he gets shelled, they pull him, they put Biddington in, um, let Biddington take the rest of that game, go right back to him. If he gets shelled in the second game, I think it's and then Bill froze. Yeah, it's okay. there's injury, right? That injury is always the wild card. I I think uh, we could liken it to a Grubauer Holtby situation in Washington, the other one, the Cup. The first round, they were down 0-2 with Grubauer net. They went back to Holpe, and they won the first round. Uh, that's I, mean, I think they would give Huso two games, uh, and if he's not looking right, then they go then they go the way. Oh, we'll see. Who knows? We're, a lot of very specific scenarios we're tossing out there <laughs> that might not happen. And speaking of Grubauer, he's not making the playoffs this year. Oh. Yeah, I wonder what he's going to do, uh, you know, having memories of the regular season. Someone is, someone I still to, want to punch that guy in the face. Someone needs to tell him. <laughs> it's a shame. <clears throat> you hate to see it. You hate to see I it. Think it. And I think it should be Darcy Kemper who tells him. <laughs> hey, Philip there, remember when uh, you made the playoffs there so, with the Avalanche there? Spe- yeah, speaking of, I mean, we so the, the Avalanche is – uh, chances, I think, uh, and their goaltending has been good this season. But I, but you know, it's still unproven because they've had good goaltending in the past that has not gotten it done in the playoffs. And the the Avalanche have really not gotten done. They haven't been past the second round uh, with this, you know, this this group of not guys since Joe Sackick was their yeah. captain, right? So I, it's interesting to me that. You know, uh, everyone's and they're a, they're a great team this season, fantastic team. They look great. With that said, they've looked really good in the past couple of years too, and they just haven't gotten it done either. So, um, and they look like a 
ball of fire against the Blues in the first round last year and then lost in the second. So I've Colorado was really a wait and see team for me in the playoffs, you know, being a different animal. Some teams just like the Blues, the Blues had some fantastic regular season teams, President's Trophy winning team that flopped in the playoffs, didn't get it done. It happens. So the playoffs are a different animal. And they have a guy in Kemper who, what's his playoff record? Has he not many playoff games, right? His, it's limited. Darcy Kemper. Uh, God damn, that's a great question. Because I, because most of his career was with Arizona, right? So he's Arizona, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, and when Minnesota was kind of a mediocre team, I'm looking it up now. Um, Darcy Kemper. Yeah, I got it here. Playoff stats. He's played 19. And not- so, I mean, he's seven, seven and six, not too bad. 286, 913 save percentage. 286 GAA and 913 save percentage is not good. Yeah. I mean, not great for playoffs. No, but, you know, again, he's, uh, wow, Arizona made the, wait, what? Arizona made the playoffs in 2020? That was, oh, the, that was the bubble year. God. The bubble year. I, I almost wish they would just throw that out entirely. <laughs> that whole yeah. playoff thing was just so fucking weird. He's actually in, I mean, with Minnesota, the one year he played six games, he was three and one, had a nine thirteen save percentage of two oh three GAA. That's pretty good. Um, but those are by that that his other years, like his last year with Arizona, again different teams, hard to compare. It's like apples and oranges, but uh, a 347 GAA and a 913 save percentage with Arizona in 1920. And then if you want to go back, God, nine years uh, with Minnesota, played two games, 879 save percentage and 3.2 GAA, but you know, that's too long ago. Uh, so Brandon DeRouse, DeRouse, uh, ROR makes it nine 20 goal scores on Friday. Question mark. Cause he did get two. He needs a goal against Colorado. He's at 19. He needs one more. Yep. Um, yep. <clears throat> let me ask you guys as, as hockey players, do you think they feed him a little bit more yes. to try and get him a, a 20 goals? Yes. Yes. I think for they sure. do too. 20 goal. I agree. The difference between 19 and 20 goals is, is a big deal. It's yeah. The, you're not your 20 goals is a benchmark for, yeah, you know, it is. It's a nice, especially a team that has seven other of, or what? Eight, eight others. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, I will be in attendance Friday night. Um, and that is, that is the one thing that I am hoping to see wearing this Jersey, by the way, it's a beautiful Jersey. Very nice on a beautiful man. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the the Blues and Coyotes will play a preseason game in Wichita at Intrust Bank Arena on September 24th at 7 p.m. That is my birthday. Um, Intrust Bank is home to the ECHL's Wichita Thunder and seats more than 15,000 fans. So guess what? Seats more than if the that, Arizona Coyotes. By triple. Damn it. You took my joke. I set this up. <laughs> For my joke, and Bill steals it. God damn it. Let's I'm never pretend, making the outline again. Let's pretend Bill never said it. And what were you going to say, Jeff? I was just going to say that if this game even sells a third of their tickets, that's the highest uh, amount of seats the Coyotes will sell in a single game next season. What? That's crazy. That's hilarious, Jeff. 
Shut up. I love but those it's true. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. And uh, so that's your birthday, huh? Yeah, it is. Maybe we'll go to Wichita. Let's go Blues Radio in Wichita. What else is in Wichita? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Farmland. Wait. There's some uh, taverns. Sure. Taverns. Yeah. What date is it? September? Maybe 24th? we can go chase a tornado. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do that. Hmm. Heard a heard yeah. a, a comment today from some folks that uh, Tornado Alley may have moved based on the uh, here. based yeah. on where tornadoes are uh, popping up uh, recently uh, in the past so many years. Yeah, may have moved east. So wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> we've always been like on the edge of Tornado Alley. We'll see yeah, our fair share of yep. get our scares and stuff every year. All right, but. so uh, comments of the show. We have some winners, right? So who are we going with? We're going uh, with... We got we got a couple more comments, so I'm trying to read through just to make sure we didn't have any that, uh, that trump what we've already picked. Right. Uh, you nailed my last name. Pronunciation the second time. Well, you can always Brandon add on. De, There's no limit Brandon DeRoos. DeRoos yeah. is his name, by the way. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. Well, Kurt, um, I mean, I guess we could, uh, Kurt, why don't you name our first winner? Go ahead. Uh, for, do we have to actually read the, the tweet, right? (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, okay. I, 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 I'm ready to go if you're not. Uh, I'll do. Okay. So the first one is, uh, we got Chris Bray and I, I enjoy. Congratulations, Chris Bray. Yeah, I enjoyed his eat right comment for the uh, the logo on the jersey, which is was a nice little. Uh, I enjoyed that. And in the same breath, I, I will add our second winner, uh, Brandy Capote, who I think she's actually been a winner on our live. Is she even eligible contest before? <laughs> she did. Uh, we'll let her be, I guess. Uh, just her her just a big toasted ravioli uh. on the sweater. Uh, yes, hundred percent. That uh, that's also a winner to me. Um, let's see. Matt Harris. We got Matt Harris, and I don't see his. Where's you, did you put his down? Where is it? Uh, yes, I did. Well, we got a couple. There I enjoyed his. I enjoyed his. How's the second horniest blues yes. podcast yeah, doing yeah. tonight? He also had <laughs> Cronky Sports and Entertainment for the uh, for the logo, which is pretty good. So yes, fantastic. Hit a double there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I'll Bill? I'll give yeah I'll give credit to uh, to Chris Bray. Uh, I thought the sleeper comment of the show was Eric Johnson as a poor man's that's, Rob Ravage. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I like that. So he's got he's got two too. Uh, Bill, do you? Uh, I don't know if you saw if you want to re- actually read one. Uh, if you go up into our <clears throat> Slack channel, um, I gave one to a often listener of the show. He's our fourth winner. I don't know if you want to read that one. If you don't see it, let me know, and I will read it. I'm looking through it right now. I don't see um, this. Mr. Ken Morris. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. The, I... the the opening comment of the show, not since Cole Younger rode with Frank and Jesse James, has there been a more famous trio of gents from Missouri as the Let's Go Blues radio gents. I love that. I would. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's, well, it's a good we've one. said on the but, show before that we are history buffs and to hear that and then compare us to Cole Younger, Frank and Jesse James, 
we love you, Ken Morris. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I would make one correction though. We're not famous. We're in in famous. Yeah, we're the three amigos. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and if we had a little salute down, we could do that. But and you know don't. what? Uh, I'll just go ahead and say, just for my wife, you know what? Guess what, honey? Uh, for all your great comments tonight, you win too. I'll be bringing these upstairs for you. So yeah, I guess. Um, so the uh, that we didn't actually just say what what the prizes were, did we? Yeah. So we're giving away some stickers. We'll uh, get these out to you guys. Some let's go blues radio stickers and blues hockey stickers. Um, so uh, let's see how we do this. We can uh, contact us. Uh, radio at letsgoblues.com if you're a winner. Um, and uh, we can, we will get your address and we'll get these out to you. You can message us on Twitter too. If, Twitter too. If... At, yeah, at LGB Radio or one of our handles at Kurt Price, at jponder94, at Billy Blue Note yep. 33. So congratulations, guys. Enjoy your stickers. And again, remember that uh, yes. next week, we will have yet another giveaway, and it's uh, it's a uh, more stuff. Yeah, more stuff. More stuff. The uh, yeah. one hundred things to you know. Let me just. Uh, it's right like the here. best podcast ever. I know. One hundred <laughs> things blues fans should know and do before they die. Stanley Cup edition by our friend of the show, Jeremy Rutherford. Uh, we have a signed copy that we will be giving to you as well. So a tune in next week, copy. and again, we don't. Right. Yeah, we have it signed uh, by Erica Weston. <laughs> yes, by we should, Erica Weston. How did we? We should have got her to sign that before she. I've actually so he he signed one for me as well. I forgot what he said here. Let me see. To Jeff, it's been great being friends over the years. Great job with the Let's Go Blues Radio show, and thanks for having me on. Love you guys, Jeremy Rutherford. Aw. So yeah, that that just shows how much he loves this show. He's a right-thinking kind of guy. If I can borrow a line yeah, from Kevin Slayton. I've got some rapid-fire hockey tidbits from around the NHL, the Western Conference playoffs. Uh, Predators clinched the first wild card with an overtime loss against Calgary on Tuesday. Um, that was a great game. Holy cow. Yeah, it was. That was a great game. Uh, the uh, Stars can uh, – and they're going to play Calgary in the first round, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. be because oh. yeah, the uh, the Preds clinched the first wild card. Yeah, like, right. there's no way Stars could have caught them. So, right. yeah, the, the, uh, the Preds set. will play Calgary. I mean, I think that Calgary, should be a fun series. I think Calgary wins that series, but that is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, and the Stars can clinch if they get well. They did tonight. Uh, well, the Stars clinched. Yeah, and we uh, covered again, that live. Gold we did. Knights we live. are out. Yay! Woo! Suck it. Um, let's see. Uh, someone said, uh, that the Vegas Golden Knights are turning into the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim by spending a ton of money, uh, but not, uh, but ending up with not, what is not a very good team, uh, in the end, uh, Vegas has tinkered with their roster way too much, bringing in big contracts without much thought to chemistry or anything else. And uh, they took a step back this year. Granted, injuries did not help them at all this year. Actually, if they were f- relatively healthy, they probably do make the playoffs. But, but still, it, it is interesting because we talked about that they they did 
go after some big names and and uh, wield and deald and kind of maybe screw the team up. Yeah, I it's, I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's funny. I mean, and it's funny too because again, we talked about this the trade deadline show. They gave up Mark Andre Fleury for pretty much nothing. Vezina winner for nothing. And uh, yeah, you know they again treat players like meat, and then they don't make the playoffs. They 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 basically say, oh yeah, Mark Stone, uh, and I can't even remember the other players. They said Alec Martinez. They can't play until at least playoffs, so we're going to put them on LTIR right after the Jack Eichel trade, yeah. or right after, I guess, he became available. <laughs> right. And and then it's like, oh, wow, what a coincidence. But guess what? You need those players to win in the regular season, too. What a crazy thought. Yeah. It's like they, they thought that the playoffs, they were entitled to a playoff berth. Another disappointing season for the Vegas Golden Knights. Another disappointing. This one is a disappointing season for the Vegas Golden Knights. And it's Did so... you guys see that their record is pretty much the same as yes. the Buffalo. Sabres? Yeah. Since, since the Eichel since, trade. Uh, Eichel, yeah, since the yeah. Eichel trade. Yep. Crazy. I saw that. That's funny. I loved how basically the hockey world all rallied and circled the wagons against uh the knights <laughs> yeah 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 i i thought dallas captured it well last night they tweeted out you know the uh, everybody's a dallas stars fan tonight in, in yep. north america and the except for and it was just the state of nevada yeah and that was that summed it up perfectly well that yep. that image you shared jeff the jumbotron in our slack chat the one that was out there <laughs> on social media with, with from san jose the yeah. uh, the the uh, fans text that they put on the jumbotron. It uh, what's what's the word for it when the you take the first letter of each word in a sentence and it spells out acronym. That's not an acronym. Mm, no. <laughs> what is that? Acronyms like scuba, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't so, that no, the same? No. 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 That's no. that's yeah. There's something to it. Whatever it is. The, the, yeah, it's they wrote in code, right? Yes. The, everybody wants to write that kind of code, and yeah, I'll pull it up at some point in their life. So, so this was the text uh, that was put on the jumbotron in San Jose. Fans unite, celebrate, keep the hockey energy kicking. Now, imbibe generously, honor the sharks. And if you take the first letter of each of those words, it spells out fuck the knights <laughs> yep so okay and... all right i'm sorry i'm a i'm a dummy as an english graduate i should know this it's actually called an acrostic an acrostic very close to acronym okay acrostic acrostic yes. so that was and they put that on the jumbotron when i first saw it i thought the sharks did that and i was like wow and this was a game that, that <clears throat> between the sharks and the ducks the, the knights weren't even playing in that game um but I thought the Sharks did this, and I was like, wow, someone's getting fired. But it turns out this was a, one of those things where you text in, and they put your stuff on the Jumbotron, you donate you, to charity some money, and they put it up there. So that was pretty fun. And did you see um, what Dallas did tonight, though, in pregame? They put mm -hmm. up on the, their Jumbotron. Yeah. Upon review, we enjoy late comebacks. Overtime is more exciting. <laughs> Spelled, you're welcome. <laughs> nice. 
You are welcome. All right. Um, any more comments, YouTube chat, before we go? Because we're about well, done. Well, I do love to see my wife say Jeff's right. That's uh, that that that's beautiful. Just right about what acronym? <laughs> uh, I think she's meaning acrostic, but yes. Oh, okay. Acrostic. No, just just mm. seeing my wife admit that I'm right about something that that makes me very happy. Okay. And now we're the horniest podcast. And... Well, Matt Harris, <laughs> Matt Harris, Matt Harris says taking the first letter to spell something out is actually called a a ligma. Ligma. It's the same. same is it the same thing? thing? Basically. Yeah. Is that that's that's the Latin word for was it Acosta? What'd you say? Acosta. Acostic. Acostic. Not Acosta. Acostic. <laughs> Acostic. That's something else completely, entirely, yeah. something different. <laughs> okay, either way, whatever. This is not, we're not, well, Jeff is. We're not linguists <laughs> we're not, here. We're not, we're not linguists. I am. <laughs> uh, okay, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthatidlife.com. And get 10% off by emailing Dustin at rockinthatidlife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And by Center Ice Brewery, St. Louis's tasty hockey-themed beer. Check out your local beer vendor or your beer store for availability. That's Center Ice Brewery Beer. Please drink responsibly. That'll wrap up episode 33 of season 10 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the live show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we've been bringing to you. Congratulations again to the winners of the uh, comments of the show. Again, please contact us at radio at letsgoblues.com via email or on Twitter or social media. Look up our accounts at letsgoblues.com. If you know what they are, they're on there. For Jeff Ponder and Bill Damkirk Price, until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Let's go blues. Let's go Blues and let's go St. Louis Force. That's the Ancient 18. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one, now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The Blues are on the ice tonight again, they're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.